In today's episode, we're talking with Jill Gordon about finding food that fuels your life and business. You definitely don't want to miss this one. So don't you change that dial or drop that phone. We're about to level it up and shatter the mold. Question. In a world where groupthink is the norm, others want what you've earned, and thinking for yourself will get a target painted on your back, how do you flip the script and level up your business, your money, relationships, your health, your status, and your life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Shattered the Mold, Andres Kaplan. Really excited to be here with you today. We've got an awesome, awesome guest and a really great interview here. Of course, before we get there, as always, an update on the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. I think we're past 60,000 copies sold now. And of course, uh, so grateful for the five-star rave reviews. So grateful for all the emails coming in, people letting me know how you're liking the content and how you're implementing it in your life, most importantly. That just brings a huge smile to my face every single day. And uh, obviously, you know, welcome to people that found out about it through the Yahoo article last year or the USA Today article or Forbes article this year. Or if you found out through a friend or you found out any other way, welcome. Thank you again for getting the book, for picking it up and for telling your friends about it. With that said, if you have not checked it out yet, I highly recommend just going to last lawofattractionbook.com. That'll auto forward to the Amazon listing where you can get it in paperback or Kindle or audiobook if you prefer. And if you don't want to pull out your wallet, you're free to go to youtube.com slash andrewcap. That's the free YouTube content devoted to the book. And you can check out new methods, a few LOA expert interviews, and some other surprises as well. With that said, I'm going to switch up mics right now. And we're going to start our conversation with Jill. All right, I am really excited for today's guest. Jill Gordon became a health coach and a digestive health specialist after discovering the power of food to heal her daughter from an autoimmune disease in 2005. And ever since, she's been helping women uncover the real root cause of why they struggle with weight, bloat, and digestive issues by uncovering food triggers, deficiencies, and negative self-talk. Her approach has successfully worked for hundreds of clients, helping them bring their bodies and minds back to balance by feeding their bodies real food. Oh, another key ingredient in her secret sauce is the immense power of the mind as it relates to the body. And I'm sure we'll dive into that aspect of things along with everything else as well that we've got in front of us. So without any further ado, Shattered a Mold warmly welcomes Jill Gordon. Jill, thank you so much for being here and welcome to Shattered a Mold. Thank you so much for having me, Andrew. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you. And, you know, as of late, I mean, we'll we'll see when I publish this episode, but as of late, I've been um, trying to be more intentional about exploring health and exploring, you know, what can we do in terms of leveling up our life as it relates to bodies, just because, you know, this is an entrepreneurial podcast, and I definitely want to talk about business with you as well. Um, but, you know, life is all about making sure all these pieces that we tend to compartmentalize rather that they're all working on all cylinders. And I'm curious, you know, for you, obviously we know the inspiration behind what got you started on this, but just so people can understand, like, is there a little bit more detail that you want to give in terms of the insights that you got in that moment when you were helping your daughter that kind of set you on this path that you know you want to do this for other people? Yeah, sure. And listen, I, we were just regular old family before. I never really thought about health much. You know, you, you think about health in terms of exercise. You just have to exercise. But when my daughter got sick, um, you know, we went the conventional route, you know, she was only 11 years old at the time. So we went the conventional route. We went to the top gastroenterologist, um, 
the pediatric gastroenterologist, gastroenterologist, easy for me to say, <laughs> in New Jersey. And um, uh, she ended up being diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And it, it was horrible. But we realized it was a cookie cutter approach. They would give her a certain set of drugs. And when those stopped working, they would give her the next stronger and the next stronger and the next stronger. But what was happening in between was all of the crazy side effects. And there were a lot. It was really insane for this poor little kid. And she wasn't herself. She was like a zombie. She was just not herself. She, in her, her whole sixth grade school year, she only, she, she didn't even make it for one full week the whole year. I mean, she was lucky if she even made it at all. So she missed, you know, way like three quarters of her school year that year. And it was a mess. So finally, the doctor's like, all right, obviously nothing's working, but we're, so we're going to pull out our heavy hitters. We're going to give her chemotherapy drugs. Mm. And we're like, what? You know, at this point, she's only 12. Like, seriously, this is all you got? You know, like, my God. And they're like, but don't worry. We're going to take her blood every single week just to make sure her numbers are okay. And just try not to keep her in super crowded spaces because her immune system is going to be a little suppressed. And we're like, oh my gosh, please let there be another way. This is so crazy. So we were so lucky to be introduced to a holistic doctor. And he basically said, have you ever thought it was the food that she was eating? Now, anybody who's had Crohn's disease, it's like this digestive disorder. Like you literally are hunched over, you know, you're running to the bathroom. It's really horrible. And it's kind of obvious, like you would think, you know, it'd be the food that you're eating. But the doctors say, no, 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 there's no study that proves that. And, um, but what this guy, you know, this other holistic doctor said, made sense. And, and it didn't even matter. We were willing to try anything at this point. So we ended up literally just giving her real food. And it wasn't just like carrots and kale, you know, it's just real food, you know, real proteins, real vegetables and stuff. If I could tell you, Andrew, within three days, she was a different child. And when I mean different child, like she was walking around with a hunchback. Her face was gray. She never smiled. All of a sudden she, she perked up and she was only running to the bathroom five times in a day instead of a gazillion. It was, and, and for us, it was a miracle. It really was. Mm. And within two months, she was off all of her drugs and, and she just kept thriving. And that's when we realized the power of food, the power of the fuel that you put into your body makes such a difference. And of course we did this as a family. And it's funny when we took a step back, we realized like, huh, I dropped a few pounds and uh, you know, I kind of feel much better myself. And then people kept asking me, so what's your magic bullet? What's your magic bullet? And I was just so happy to share because I did not want anybody to go through what we went through. And all I wanted to do was pay it forward. And finally, someone's like, Jill, I think you should start asking for money for this, <laughs> make it a business. And, you know, because I've been taking courses and certifications and learning and all this stuff. And, and um, so that's when I finally, you know, put out my shingle and, you know, put Jill the health coach uh, on the lines and, and started uh, helping a lot more people. So Awesome. And I know that, you know, a lot of women come to you, but um, we said before we hit the record button, just for clarity, you know, you help men too. You work with men because men also eat. So Absolutely. obviously food is, has an impact on, on how their bodies work. So both men and women, and I'm not sure you can speak to if there's a lot of differences in, in the dietary approach, but they, they both obviously, you know, we can all stand to make better choices with food. That's going to make things easier and better for our bodies. 
Yep. Yeah. And it's true. Listen, with men, sometimes like I have a lot of couples that do my online programs together. And of course, the wife hates the husband because men, you know, they're bigger. Right. So they have sometimes if it's a weight, if it's, you know, a a release of weight type thing, then it's like it happens with them much easier. Mm. So (laughs) it seems like there's more to lose. So it seems like there's more progress. Yeah, We know we don't use the word lose, though. Mm. I have to say. So so we're we're hopping around, but because you brought that up, I think that's a good time because a huge part of this is, is mindset. And it sounds like a part of that is language because it's what are the words that are queuing up our minds to view a certain thing where in your experience, especially since I imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, I imagine this wasn't an aspect of, of helping your daughter initially, mm-hmm. where did mindset kind of come into play with all this and what is this really, it's, it, it's, uh, it's impact from your perspective. Yeah. And it's a great question. And this was such a pivotal moment in my practice and just in helping people. Cause what was happening was I was successfully able to help a lot of people just by changing the food that they put into their bodies. Right. But then when I stopped working with them or when some of the programs were over, sometimes they would drift back. Mm. And I'm like, ah, oh, I got to figure out, you know, a way. And, and what I was realizing was there's so much negative self-talk, you know what I mean? And plus it's, it's the good positive self-talk too, but it's like, you know, look, I, I can do this for a week or I can do this for a couple of months, but then it's like, you get this like kind of negative, like, you know, who am I to be, you know, thin and who am I, you know, to do that? So, so I realized that the language that we use has a huge impact. And that's why I don't like to use the words like lose weight, because think about it, lose, loser, it also connotes that you're losing something only to find it again. Mm-hmm. So I like to use words like release weight because, or get to your optimal weight because release means it's, you know, it's gone. We want it gone. That is the goal. And then optimal, like what makes you feel best, you know? So I try to stay away from all that stuff. And, yeah. um, and, and what I was founding was when I started incorporating all of this mindset and fixing negative self-talk, that's when I was starting to get really long lasting results because that's what like, people are like, Oh my God, you're right. And, and plus, you know, it, it, it's all about, you know, what we, we feed ourselves this stuff and it gets stuck in our subconscious brain and it kind of becomes habit. So we want to break that habit, feed our subconscious, the good stuff, the good food, And that is what's going to help us not only with our health, because what people have told me is like, Jill, like, yeah, you've helped me, you know, get to my, you know, an optimal weight, but in my career, just with my family, my relationships, you know, I'm so much happier and more calm and everything. So it just transcends to everything you do in life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, So hearing you say that, I mean, (laughs) from my perspective, it sounds like obviously we have situation where we're we're in a society which of course is necessary and we're more often than not given specific food choices that are more about you know prudently getting food to people if you want to call it food because this is about efficiency this is about cost cutting this is about you know uh, mass production because on a certain level it makes sense but by that same token it sounds like a huge part of this is mindset comes into play because you are asking people to shift in many ways their identity because they identify with how they relate to life, with how they eat food, with how they shop for food, with where they find it, with what they look forward to, you know, and, and, and all those things. And also where, where their friends like to go. And, and cause food, 
you know, sometimes people will look at food as fuel, which in and of itself is a certain viewpoint, but a lot of them view it, whether they realize it or not, as recreation also. So it sounds to me like a, a huge part of this mindset aspect is not only for the sustainability of the results themselves, but also as an entry point toward the results and as a way, and not that we put a requirement on this, but ironically, you also probably accelerate the results when you have the right mindset because there's an open invitation, you're releasing certain emotions, your body stress levels are lower. So it all kind of culminates in one big soup of success, for lack of a better term. Like as I'm saying that, does that kind of land with where your mindset is at in all this? 100%. I couldn't agree more. And that's why, you know, how I stumbled upon that with my clients and and that's when I realized, like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's everything all together. And even more so, it's so funny because some of the food that we eat also does alter how we feel about things, like not even just mindset, but things that we think are in our brain. You see, our gut is actually what's called our second brain. And what happens when our gut is completely, um, like, just kind of uh, crowded with lots of junk in there it can't function the way it's supposed to. And one of the functions, there's a few functions, there's um, your, your immune system is mostly in your gut. And also um, your, you produce uh, like 80% of your hormones in your gut as well. So mm. some of these hormones are your happy hormones like serotonin. And I'll never forget dealing with this one doctor, I mean, brilliant doctor, Ivy League graduate and everything, but he just wanted to learn, right? And um, he was on antidepressants. And he said, and, and I said, uh, I said, well, you know, when we clean up your gut by eating food your body was meant to eat, everything's going to get cleaned out, then your body's going to be able to produce serotonin. And you can, you know, hopefully the goal is to get off the meds. And it's always the goal. I mean, I never, you know, interfere with what doctors are, you know, prescribing or whatever, but you know, that's always- Consult your doctor, but here's a possible option. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, he's like, wait, what do you mean? Your serotonin's produced in your brain. I'm like, no, it's produced in your gut. Well, working with him, he became a believer because after a few months, he's like, oh my God, I feel so much better. And he was able to lower and lower and lower- is antidepressants. And that's what we don't realize this, this gut brain connection. Therefore the food, if we eat really crappy food or food, that's not really food, because that's so much of what we're eating these days, mm-hmm. then it interferes with how we feel. So that's why our society right now, especially is being overrun with depression and anxiety. And I can't tell you how many people that work with me. It's like, all of a sudden it's like this, 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 black cloud is like lifted off of them and they're they're not sure why until I tell them well I could tell you why and I'm like oh my god it's crazy because it does happen you know you tell them at first and they're like yeah 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 whatever just tell me what to do we'll see what happens and then it's they start feeling the results and it's Mm. amazing right so So let's let's talk let's go in this direction a little bit like you know people listening right now they're probably like okay this makes perfect sense intellectually I've actually heard it and I've agreed with it before, but I've never been able to find easy access to the kinds of foods that I want, which I guess the question is, is that an illusion? Is, are, these, are the right kinds of foods hiding in plain sight? If yes, where are they? If no, where do we go for them? Yes, they are hiding in plain sight. Like I will tell you, if you go to the supermarket, don't shop in the middle, shop along the perimeter. The Mm. perimeter is where you're going to find your one ingredient foods. What are one ingredient foods? There's chicken, there's turkey, there's tomatoes, there's apples, you know, eat food that we were meant to eat. You know, when you go into the middle aisles, 
that's when you've got everything that's boxed, that's beaten and dead and processed and God knows what it is. And then you look at the ingredients. And I encourage everyone to look at ingredients because if you can't pronounce it, then you think your body can assimilate it. It can't, it doesn't know what to do with it. So what happens is all of those chemicals then go get stored as toxins. They just get stored in your fat. And here's a little secret that people don't realize. And this is what keeps people holding on to weight that when you have more toxins, they need the fat to be stored in. So they, they, it holds the fat in place. Oh, so, interesting. Oh, yes, it does. So what happens is my programs, what I do is I teach you about how to release the toxins. And then when you release the toxins, then all of a sudden the fat comes out too. So, you know, a lot of times, like in my programs, like when people have amazing results, it's not water weight. It's literally fat loss. It is mm -hmm. because it comes out once you release the toxins and the only, the secret trick to releasing toxins is eat real food because when you eat real food, then your body can do what it's meant to do. It's, it's very, it's like, um, it's like your body's constantly being distracted. And, and I always use this kind of analogy, like, you know, let, let's say that you were a kid studying for a test, right? And let's say, you know, everyone's got their cell phone, right? Well, if you only have like, say a half hour to study for a test, if you leave that cell phone on, and you're like, you know, studying, oh, a message from, oh, let me just click, I'll answer that back. Okay, let me get back to studying. Okay, I'm studying. Oh, I got another message. You're being distracted. Now, how much did you really accomplish during that time? Not okay, much. Not nothing, yeah. Constantly being distracted. Well, your body's the same exact way. When it is constantly being distracted by foods <laughs> that aren't really foods that it doesn't know what to do with, it's like, oh, okay, here we go again. We got to figure out, okay, we have no space here. So now we're going to put it there. We got to figure out where to... it's constantly being distracted, which means it can't do what it's meant to do. Mm. So just like us, we only have 24 hours in a day to do things, right? Your body's the same way. So if it's constantly being distracted, it can't do what it's meant to do. And one of those things is to naturally release what's not supposed to be there. And right. one of those things is toxins. So really, really good. Just like verbally, it's like, you know, your body has an attention span. And I think yes. oftentimes we don't really think of it on that level, but we really should. Now I'm going to get a little more granular here because, okay, we're, I'm going to keep playing like, like devil's advocate or, or Debbie Downer on this. Like, all right, so we know that we're going to go on the perimeter, but now it's like, what about people when they say they're worried? Like, okay, how do I know those apples haven't been sprayed? How do I know those chickens don't have hormones? Like, are there extra levels of um, of just attention or details people should be adhering to or looking out for to get an even higher level on the perimeter? Or are there even specific shops they should be going for where they know that's been taken care of for them? 100%. And here's what I do though. You know what? I always try to start where people are. You know what I mean? Like I, I do it at different levels because Listen, if you are hardcore, I just eat Pop-Tarts for breakfast and, you know, pizza for lunch and pasta for dinner, you know what I mean? Like if you're just all a hardcore processed person, I think it would be, it, I have found in my experience, it's just been hard to just throw everything at you at once. <clears throat> but since you are asking, yes, there are lots of toxins in lots of these, you know, one ingredient foods, because yes, you're right, there's some of them are sprayed. That's why I always encourage organic. And again, when you have those toxins, even on, you know, good food, guess what, 
the toxins will hold in the fat and it'll get absorbed into the body and, you know, do all these crazy things. So yes, I a hundred percent agree. And, and, you know, it's funny because people will say to me, Oh, well, you know, it's expensive and everything. And I'm like, it's actually not, you know, when you think about it, it the investment that you make now will mm-hmm. save you so much later on. And plus it's not that much more. The truth is like eggs, organic eggs, might be a dollar more is that really going to break you you know yeah. and but the benefits that you're going to get you're going to feel so much better and and, yeah, and and tell me if i'm on the wrong track here because i don't want to give misinformation but if i understand things correctly it's it's also not more expensive or not much more expensive in the sense that when you're eating good foods you're not as hungry so you're not eating as much food you're not consuming as much therefore you're not spending as much am i somewhat accurate in that regard Yes and no. I mean, sometimes the chemicals can interfere with, you know, your ghrelin, which is your hunger hormone. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sort of true with that. But yes, you, you, your satiety level should be satisfied more. Um, so it's, it's kind of a fine line, you know what I yeah. mean? It's, it's like, depending it's, on the person, yes maybe no. sort of, certainly and, a and one extra chemical. little nudge in the direction of giving this a try and see how ex- much more expensive it really is. Yes, and the chemical, but people feel so much better. I mean, mm. they have done studies on families that have just gone organic and all of a sudden, you know, it's like certain chronic issues that they've had sometimes goes away. So it's, it's really amazing the difference that yes. these chemicals can make. And just to pull a little bit deeper on that, I mean, are there labels or um, like, you know, USDA organic or something like, are there certain things people should like be on the lookout for when, when they're doing this? Yes. And I, I say, just look for organic, mm-hmm. USDA organic certified. And listen, it's not always a hundred percent, you know, cause people say, oh, well, it's not a hundred percent organic, organic as well. It's a hundred percent filled with chemicals if it's not organic. Right, so right, right. you might as well just go for the organic because it's, it's just worth it. And, and don't trust me, you know, mm-hmm. see how you feel, yeah. you know, try it for yourself and really see how you feel. Cause I know people, it's just made such a world of difference. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Okay. Awesome. Now, you know, I'm sure people, you know, again, they've, they've tried before they've failed before. What in your perspective, since, you know, you work with so many people and you get them over the finish line, what are good things to keep in mind or strategies to undertake as they're beginning? Is there a certain mindset or a certain, um, physical activity or certain decision that they should be making in the middle, in the beginning, that's going to help them get there and give them a little bit of momentum, so to speak. Yeah. And, and you will appreciate this, but one of the things that I teach is coming from everything being positive and, you know, just from a positive aspect, not like beating yourself up, like, you know, I'm never going to be able to do this. No, 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 no. We always start, I teach everybody about gratitude because when you start off your day with gratitude, it's like, you know, I am grateful for, um, to be able to get where I am going to, where I will be so happy. And there's, you know, there's so much with gratitude and feeling good about it and just not beating yourself up. You know, there are like so many studies about forgiveness and beating yourself up. There's one study that they had like, um, two groups of, uh, it was like kids again with um, a test or something like that. And one was like, oh, I'm so stupid. I did so bad. And the other one was like, you know, I'm, I'm so, I forgive myself for, you know, and, uh, and, and then what ends up happening was then they ended up taking the next test afterwards. Like, and the ones that forgave themselves, they did so much better. Whereas the ones that beat themselves up did really poorly. And it's, it's, 
part of it is just that whole negative, that lower frequency of negativity, right? And when you're negative and you have the lower frequency, think about it, your whole body tenses up, you know, mm. it's really hard for things to flow and even in your brain everywhere. But when you even just say the word forgiveness, it's like, it just, it's such a releasing word. You know, I forgive myself. Okay. That's cool. It's in the past. Let it go. Let's just look forward. So that's what I do a lot with just, you know, let's just let go of the past. There's nothing we can do about it. Let's just look forward, be grateful for what you do have right now. And then we picture ourselves where we are going to be. Mm. And, you know, I use this sort of trick, you know, if you start acting like you are, let's say at your optimal weight, you know, like, Oh, it feels so great to fit into my size six jeans and like, oh my God, I, you know, it just feel, I feel so light and free. And, you know, when you picture yourself there again, planting the seed in the subconscious, and then that sets you up to then really motivate you even more to stick to the program because you know, you're going to get there if you stick to the program and then feel so good when you're there. So a lot of positivity, gratitude, and that's what I always start off um, mm. all of my clients with. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it sounds too simple to work. And the only way they're going to know is if they actually try it for themselves. Otherwise, it's always going to be like a guessing game. A hundred percent. Yeah. Got it. I couldn't agree. Um, so not to hold you to a number or a standard, because I'm sure everyone's different. But if there is an average, how long does it take on average for people to start to feel better to start to notice a little extra pep in their step for lack of a better term like how long before people can really feel like oh my god something's happening I don't know what it is yet but something's different right now yeah and you know obviously the answer it varies you know between person to person you know look I've got some people that have such crazy mindset issues you know well I mean look once I'm done taking care of uh, my mother everything is going to be fine or once I do this and no, I'll get there I'll get there and just you know what I mean it's the, definitely the mindset so the people that are just like really are like focused like okay I'm ready to go and you know we're good but then just the food itself I mean I'm telling you there are people that like in days feel amazing so let me give you an example and I have hundreds of stories like these but this one was she was um she was so happy with this so anyway she had spent this one woman and she did one of my online uh, it's a detox solution it's my reboot with real food program and it was so she goes on the program and she had joint pain like literally she traveled across the country several times spent thousands tens of thousands of dollars with doctors and everything terrible joint pain and they only, you know, band-aided it with, with some drugs. She goes on the program and she's like, oh my God, I don't have any more pain. Hmm. And then what happened was she, she loved corn chips. So after the program was done, she started eating corn chips again. And all of a sudden, all her pain came back. Wow. And yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay try going off the corn chips again. She's like, no, Jill, come on. It can't be that easy. I mean, this, this pain was so bad. Like, yes, try it again. Go off for five days. And then I want you to start eating the chips again. And she did that. Total pain. Her body was revolting because her body was like, when she was off of the corn, her body was so happy. Like, yes, finally, you're giving us some relief. No distractions, right? So then when she put them back in, she, she couldn't wrap her, her head around it and finally was like, okay, 
You're right. This is it. So yes, it can be that simple. It can be one food. It can just be that one thing that is really just, you know, your body just can't deal with. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and I have so many stories, so many stories of that people with sinus issues, migraine headaches, oh my gosh, rashes all over their body completely disappear when I work with them. I mean, and it's, it's amazing how food the, can trigger your body in so many different ways. And I always say, what we do in our society right now is, you know, we just, we eat so mindlessly you know, and, you know, we just eat. And, and then if we get a headache afterwards, you know, what do we do? We pop a pill, right? We just yeah. take an Advil because that's what we're taught. We're brainwashed to do. But I always say, no, slow down, listen to your body, listen to what your body's telling you. You know, maybe it's one of those foods that you just put in your body. That's giving you that headache. That's giving you that congestion. That's making you feel weak. So it's all about listening to your body. When you really listen, you can figure out pretty easily on your own what's causing all these crazy symptoms. Mm. Awesome. So I, I, um, I want to make sure that we're, um, we're not in a, in a legal gray area and, um, you know, not medical advice, Jill's opinion, um, where I say certain things here, but with that disclaimer, where do you land on health supplements in, in terms of your experience and your opinion of them? So my opinion with supplements is that these days, unfortunately, even with organic food, we do not get the same type of nutrition that we would like something. There are some studies, one bowl of spinach today, as opposed to one bowl of spinach 50 years ago is totally different. You get like maybe one tenth of the nutritional value out of that same bowl of spinach. And part of it is because of the soil that it's not able to get as many minerals and nutrients in it. So because we're not getting as many nutrients in our food, I am an advocate of taking supplements and I do take my supplements every single day. Yeah. They're just like anything else, strategically chosen, making exactly. sure that they're, uh, that they're legit. Um, awesome. So you could probably tell I've been, you know, poking and prodding and really just trying to get as much information and really extracting your insights and your wisdom here in my best anticipation of what my audience might be curious to know about. But with that said, knowing what we've spoken about already, is there anything that you think we've missed that you think is important information to share today? I just think that, you know, truly that people don't realize the power of what you put in your food. You know, it goes back to what I said before. It's just, we're, we're so mindless. And then we think like, oh, well, you know, if I need to release some weight, well, it's just calories in, calories out, right? You know, I'll just eat less. And that's not it at all. Uh, you know, on my programs, I'm telling you, people eat more than they've ever eaten before. And they're still releasing so much. And it's because it's food their body was meant to eat. You know, their body can actually assimilate it. And your body's like, thank you, thank you for finally satisfying me. You know, there are people that are obese, but nutritionally they're completely deficient. Mm. And that's why they have all of these problems. And then you have um, some skinny people, but are obese on the inside. Like, you know, my nephew is so thin. He was, and I was telling him, I go, yeah, well, you, he goes, well, I don't have a problem with weight. I'm like, well, you may not have a problem on the in outside, but you sure do on the inside. He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, you know, you think all those carbs that you're eating, what's happening is it's, it's puffing, it, 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 it's, it's puffing everything up because it causes inflammation, squishing your organs. So it, you will start feeling it eventually. And he's like, 
oh my God. And I didn't think I made an impact. And a month later, he texts me a picture of him eating a salad. And I never thought greens pass his kid's lips, you know? And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. But the point being that the, the, the mindless eating, you know, just like eating on the go and, you know, just, just whatever to, to just because we're hungry. No, you know, make a plan, you know, try to eat healthy foods, plan ahead. And then when you eat too makes a big difference too. And how you eat, you know, like, I mean, all of us are guilty of this, right? You know, I'm sitting at my desk, you know, yes, I have eaten in, at my desk before all of us have, but what happens when you're eating at your desk, you're doing something else, you know, your body is like tense because you're doing something else. And you're throwing some food in and here and there. So think about when your body like tenses up, it can't digest the food. So you could be eating the healthiest food in the world, but your body's not going to get the benefits because it can't digest it properly. So I would say, you know, first and foremost, feed your body food it was meant to eat because you will feel amazing and you will become addicted to it as much as you become addicted to these other foods. Mm. You know, it's just as easy to get addicted to good foods because you just feel so good and your body will physically start craving it. And then it's eat in a peaceful way, you know, eat the way we're supposed to eat. We're supposed to be eating with people, you know, in like a, a, a social setting and, or at least just eating like in the kitchen where you're supposed to, you know, yeah. make it where you're, you know what I mean? Like, like we're, we're not even taking this in a religious direction or anything, but eating food is a time for communion with yourself and with people around you. That's it's a, so probably true. Good way to it's so true. And even when you do simple things, like even like I, I, I had celery juice this morning and honestly, every time I have my celery juice, I'm like, Oh, thank you so much for the celery juice. Cause it makes me feel so good. When you say that and you appreciate what's going in your body again, it sets yourself up mm-hmm. to receive and really take everything in better. So I don't mean to be all woo woo, but it really does make a difference. Mm, so it's cool. food we eat, how we eat it, and then listening to our bodies as we eat as well. We're, we're almost wrapping up here. I did want to ask you about your program. I'm curious about it. Tell me, speak to like, you know, how long it is, what's involved with it. Like, what do you do specifically for people through it? Oh, thanks. So I, I work with clients individually, of course, but also I have an online program that I've had just about, like, I don't know, almost a thousand people have gone through and it's called Reboot with Real Food. It's a 14-day detox solution. And no, you're not just eating carrots and kale throughout the whole thing. You actually eat real food. And in some cases, as I said before, you know, you're actually eating more food than you do normally. And <clears throat> I have had amazing results because what happens is most people come in to release weight, but they come out with, you know, in just 14 days, truly of all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, you know, all of a sudden I'm not congested anymore. My headaches are gone. You know, my, my rashes are gone. And I, you know, I, my face is less puffy, just like all of this stuff that ends up being the sort of side effect of what they thought, because it all relates to just eating real food. And um, so it's 14 days and it is super, super complete. It's literally day by day. I take you, you know, there's lots, there's a video every single day and I'm live. If we do the group live portion, I'm live with you every single day in the Facebook group. And there's a Facebook group also, but you get recipes. I've got more than 50 recipes, but then I give you another free bonus recipe book that has another 50 recipes. And these are all family tested. This isn't Mm. just you know, for adults, it's family tested. 
So, so from what I'm saying, like people are guided through for 14 days, but also then they're equipped with information to continue on this and to keep going for themselves. Exactly. And then I offer what nobody else offers. Like, well, first two things I offer what nobody else offers is the first four days, we actually really talk about this. We talk about setting yourself up with mindset. So we don't even really get into the food for the first four days. It's about setting yourself up and getting prepared, right? Mm. And then we start in for 10 days of really more structured, you know, types of food and what and when to eat. And, um, and then what I do that nobody else does is at the end, um, you can set up a, um, a post reboot strategy session. And then with that, that's when it's like, we figure out, okay, what worked, what didn't work? How can we keep this going to keep you on this path? So, and this is like a meeting, you know, right with me. So it's like, but nobody, nobody else does that. But it's honestly, it's just, I feel like I just want to help people so much, like just to, to really just, just keep it going, you know, for people that think, oh, I'll just do this 14 days and then I'll have a brownie. But to me, I'm like, well, hopefully you won't, which most people don't go for all of that stuff after they're done. But most people, it's like more of a bridge. Yeah. So. Oh, so last question. Well, last question about this okay. before we wrap up. What are your thoughts on cheat days? Like cheat where days. does that, does it fit in where it's like, that's going to throw you out of whack or does it fit in where it's like, well, if it's going to help you get over the top and keep your mind straight, beautiful. Or is the thing where like, if your mindset, you don't need a cheat day, like where do you land on the, the, the mystical mythical cheat day that people use? Yeah, no, I hear you. And I always say, well, first of all, I say I have an 80, 20 rule, right? If you are good 80% of the time, it's okay to indulge 20% of the time. However, there is one thing that we do at the end of my program, like if it's like the online program, is I, I ask you to reintroduce foods slowly. And that's where you can figure out what your real, and I call them your stubborn weight villains. And those are the ones that are really holding you back. So if you have a reaction when you reintroduce, like a big reaction, then maybe that's a food that maybe your body really, really doesn't like. And I find the most common offender is, is gluten and that. And for some people, honestly, it's a non-negotiable. But the truth is there are so many gluten-free alternatives. So, you know, you really are never deprived in that aspect. So, but yeah, absolutely have a cheat day here and there, because if that's what's going to make you feel good, you know, and sometimes it doesn't make you feel good. So it's good to have your cheat day, listen to your body and then hear what it's saying. And then, you know, you be the judge, you know? Yeah. But yes, I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah. What, what I love about that answer is like you're saying, listen, if you need to take it, but let's take this to another level and let's be strategic because it's possible that the cheat day that feels like a cheat day, you might actually get lucky and be able to enjoy cheat days that aren't actually cheat days in the way you were worried about. So it sounds like you're trying to account for more possibilities for people. Absolutely. And that's the whole thing. It's strategizing. There's answers for everything. There's alternatives for everything. You know, it's not like this, like, oh, this is going to stink. This is, I'm not going to have anything to eat. I'm going to be hungry. No, this is about enjoying your food. Just trying new things that you didn't know that you enjoyed before. So Awesome. If uh, people want to connect with you and learn more, uh, what is the best way for them to do that, to, to reach out and even find out about that program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the program is Reboot with Real Food. So you can just go to rebootwithrealfood.com. And as a special gift for your listeners, if anybody's interested, if you use um, a promo code, Shatter the Mold, um, with a capital S, no spaces, Shatter the Mold, you can get a $25 discount on the program. 
So yeah, and then if you want to reach out to me, uh, my website is jillthehealthcoach.com or just email me at jill at jillthehealthcoach.com. I'm just, you know, I'm just so happy to talk to anybody because, you know, I, I learn just as much from people as well. So I really enjoy um, hearing, you know, from, from everybody. Awesome. So, well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, um, <clears throat> I'm going to leave those links um, on the audio section and I'll leave links on the, where YouTube is, where the video is going to be. And just so people, I think people often wonder, or I assume they wonder, um, I'm not making a commission off of this. You're just being nice and giving a code. So um, yeah. I highly recommend that everyone check out that site and, and see what it's about. And if it works for you, I'm not making a penny off of it, but I think that is a huge important piece of your life. Uh, anyone listening out there, you know, as an entrepreneur or as whatever you're doing to, to refuel yourself in the right way. So uh, take my advice and, and check out what Jill's got going on and see if it resonates with you. With that said, Jill, last uh, question. I often ask people and we haven't like really gone in a direction for this specifically, but it'll be interesting anyway, just to see where we go. But if you can go back five years, 10 years, 20 years in the past and give a younger version of yourself any piece of advice, it could be business advice, life advice, nutrition advice, whatever it might be. What's that one piece of advice that you would give to that younger version of yourself? It would really be, you know, and let me be clear. I actually do believe that we are all on a path and we're meant to go through everything that we do go through. So even though there was a ton of pain with a lot of things that we went through and I've had my own stuff with weight battles myself, like big time. So I wouldn't change anything, but what I would say, because it's all, you know, I, otherwise I wouldn't learn all this stuff. Right. But what I would say is just to listen to your body more, just listen to your body, listen to your intuition and when you really take a step back and listen to yourself, you will find so many more answers than you would get from anybody else, including doctors and experts and everything, because you really know yourself best. Awesome. Jill, thank you so much for, uh, for sitting down and for um, dissecting all these questions that I'm throwing at from all these different angles. Um, again, I think it's such an important topic. And it's one of those topics where at least from the outside looking in, it seems complicated. So it's so essential to simplify it, which is what, in my opinion, you've really done for us today. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and uh, thanks for doing what you do. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It's really been such an honor to be with you today. I really appreciate it. Thank you again, Jill. That was awesome. Guys, feel free to check out jillthehealthcoach.com or you can go to rebootwithrealfood.com. On that second one, if you use the discount code SHATTERTOMOLD with a capital S, it looks like you'll get $25 off. And again, I highly recommend taking a closer look, seeing what she's got going on because she obviously knows her stuff. I'll have those links on the YouTube description where this uh, video version resides and, of course, on the audio section at SHATTERTOMOLDPODCAST.COM where I have this episode. And while I'm giving out links, quick reminder, you can go to LastLawOfAttractionBook.COM if you want to check out my book, The Last Law of Attraction Book You'll Ever Need to Read. Or you can feel free to go to my YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash Andrew Cap. With that said, thanks as always for listening. Stay tuned for more guests. I've got more on the way for you soon, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Shatter the Mold at www.ShatterTheMoldPodcast.COM. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and it's time to shatter the mold.